Uh, hello? Hello, Coffee and Toffee speaking. The time has come. We just talk about... Did you watch the Grammys last night? The Grammys? I mean the Oscars. <laughs> no, I didn't know what was going on. I don't have a... Uh, yeah, TV I was like... I was like... I didn't. I forgot, and then I went on Twitter, and I was like, "Oh shoot, the Oscars are on right now." And then I like went downstairs mm. and watched it. But uh, they like just like totally just blackified the Oscars. I feel like, okay. like Ooh. they like it you was were blatantly about this. You it was blatantly obvious. Like they like oh. beted the oscars but you said you said that's what you wanted to see though i remember we had this conversation i don't remember this you were like um how the bet's like that's more so music like you wanted to see more like um like a bet for movies but not like this though not like in the way that the oscars was last night it's a it's a it's a white run program and mm-hmm. they've always catered towards white people and all yeah. of their all of the people behind the Oscars making the nominations are a panel of white people. I think there's like one black woman now, but one out of like all these other white people white oh, men. I didn't know that. And you know, out of all the years, so many people have been disappointed by how the Oscars went mm-hmm. and how they didn't nominate people who needed to be nominated, yep. predominantly Black people. Mm-hmm. And so this year, I guess they said, hmm, we're going to make up for it, you know, because all the Black Lives Matter people and our tra- oh, are yes, like, you know, talk about it, yes. and so they Blackified the Oscars, like literally like all of the people that were like, ta- um, they had Questlove as a DJ. Mm. They had um, the guy from Get Out, you know, in the beginning, like the best friend who's like mm-hmm, the, mm-hmm. the the security officer. Yeah, yeah. He was hosting a part where Questlove would like play songs and then people have to guess. They, they did like a game section. They've never done a game show section a for the Oscars. Section. Yes, and they were playing the Oscars. They were playing like black music and like oh. go go. They would play go go music. Hey, DC. Hey, hey, but like, <laughs> so like, which was really, it was hilarious. I'm not gonna, like, don't get me wrong. That part was hilarious. Like a comical way or, or like actually funny? Both. <laughs> because it was like, um, what's her name? She's a white older lady and nobody expected her to know anything about go go. <laughs> But she was like, hmm. She's chopping her feet. <laughs> and then she started dancing, putting her yeah. little booty out there. And she was like, Yes. I was like, oh. Little booties matter. Hey. But, um, <laughs> well, boys. They, they blackified it. And then, but then the, the thing that I mm-hmm. didn't like is like, the, you know, they blackified the whole thing. Mm. But then the, um, like the film of the year, the actor of the year, and the actress of the year all went to white people. Oh, that's interesting. And they mm. saved actor of the year to the end because the producers thought that Chadwick, Bo- Chadwick Boswin was going to win. You know, right. he passed away earlier this yeah. year. And they thought he was going to win. But he ended up losing to this white guy or whatever. Damn. And Who's then the also... Guy? I want to know. He's like, oh. I'm very excited and happy that you're bringing this up, Jaya, because you guys don't know this, but Coffee and Toffee, so Coffee and Toffee is, we we really Jaya, but we came up with Coffee and Toffee, the name, like, in high school. Mm-hmm. We were just like, yo, like, that's it, bet. But, so Jaya called me up one night, and she's like, yo, like, I got to do this. <laughs> I got to make this podcast for my class. Like, do you want to do you want to do it? I was like, sure. And so that's how, you know, we really enjoyed it. And then we were like, OK, like, we want to see, like, how this goes, and everything like that. And it's been great. But um, on the podcast, one of the things we were talking about was how companies now um, we've noticed how how should we say it's like um 
Oh wait, did you find the actor? Yeah, Anthony oh, Hopkins. Oh, okay, okay. Anthony Hopkins. I'm more familiar with Chadwick, but I feel like if I saw a picture of Anthony Hopkins, I might know. Um, might be more familiar with okay. them. What is it? Um, right. So during um, when a lot of the protests and the riots were going on last summer in regards to Black Lives Matter, you know, Jay and I, we were talking, we were like, yo, like, <laughs> like, this is very um, obviously, you know, s- support the cause, stand up for your rights. But the businesses mm, that but that that um, I'm trying to see how I could say it didn't feel as genuine. It, wasn't. it felt more like it wasn't genuine. It felt more like a like slight tokenism because just a quick little history les- lesson. Oh, my gosh. I'm so excited because if your professor is listening to this episode, he's like, here we go. Here we go. <laughs> he's like, I yeah. already know what they're about to say. I know what they're about to say. <laughs> like, history lesson, like, yo, like in the past. So white companies in America that I know of. I don't know about, you know, overseas companies, but what I'm more familiar with. White companies did not want to have black consumers up in their building. Period. Segregation, you know? And obviously black people we boycotted to the point that those businesses shut down. Here we are today where we had this whole pandemic, a whole financial crisis many have compared it to you know the great depression it is what it is and people are like okay so we've seen how you know things have been in the past we don't want to do that we're smarter now we're going to support you know the the people of color and you know support the cause because if we don't and a lot of people even on social media were saying you know if you don't support us we're going to unfollow you we're not going to support you you don't support us xyz it was very blatant and overt oh is it a surprise that companies were like oh yeah 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 we totally support you um i won't say who but somebody close to me they were saying how they were working with this company and they put on their website that we support Black Lives Matter, but they weren't actually investing in Black people. They weren't bringing on more Black people into their company. They weren't, you know, just making it more of a safe environment for Black people. It was just, oh, we're just going to stick this label on, you know, our webpage and we're good to go. Yeah, exactly. They're just jumping on the bandwagon to, like, save their a words basically (laughs) and like like i i I mentioned this in the podcast that we did but like um there's this girl named kelly stamps on youtube yes and she um got a offer to like work um have like this exclusive interview for a magazine and they you know wanted to talk about what it was like being a black influencer her experience and stuff like that and you know they're very and the person who interviewed her was like a gay white man mm-hmm. and um so they reached out to her he reached out to her and like you know wanted her experience on what it was like and you know said like oh you know our brand our magazine's very inclusive and like you know black lives matter blah 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 but Kelly Stamps was like, okay, but are you going to pay me though? <laughs> like, right. are you going to pay me? Like, you can't just use my information and not, mm-hmm. you know, like give me my just dudes. Like, that's just exploiting me. Like, literally yes. just exploiting me. Yes. And it's just, and she was like, because I know you've had this person, this person, and this person paid, and they're all white. So why can't you pay me the same amount that you would pay this white lady, this famous mm-hmm. white person? You didn't say who it was. But, um, and he was like, you know, I really understand what it's like being like um, a minority and being di- discriminated on as a gay man. And she was like, 
no no you 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 don't it's different you have no idea and basically she she walked out of it like you know she deserves better yeah and so many times i mean we talked about this last episode and also in the podcast but like black people get exploited and used and our cause is used as a label Mm -hmm. but we're not appreciated one our cause isn't appreciated and we're not paid our just dues Mm -hmm. for um for for like teaching or or Mm -hmm. you know it's just it's just kind of ironic and sad but like with this whole oscar situation it just felt like real like mm, it felt like a little unsettling because it just really felt like they were trying to like you know make up for lost time (laughs) like they were trying to they were trying to like blackify the oscars and then they didn't give the award to chadwick and then also viola davis they didn't give her that award for best um actress and you know she's only won she's only won one award in 2016 it is it's fences okay so yeah in 2016 she got her first and only oscar Mm -hmm. And I remember she was on a uh, Oprah interview like this mm-hmm. year or last year, or was it 60 Minutes? I don't remember. I think it was like, there was like a theater. I think it was Oprah, maybe, I don't know. But she was talking about how, you know, she's always compared to like Audrey Hepburn and like yes. all these- Meryl Streep. Meryl Streep, all these famous yeah. like women who've gotten a bunch of Oscars, but she's, mm-hmm. you know, she's always compared to them and her acting is like, on top on that level but she's Mm. never she's never given her just dues she's never been given an award Mm -hmm. and she's just kind of over it and like my mom was like she looks sad like yesterday at the oscars and then here comes this you know a white lady i haven't watched the. it was this um woman who was the uh lead in nomadland i haven't watched Mm. it it looks kind of boring. I will. I think oh. I will watch it. <laughs> but like, it's boring. I'll watch it. <laughs> but like, Viola Davis should have won. I just, I honestly feel that way. And my friend brought up a really good point today, and she said that it's a whole lot harder because basically Viola Davis was nominated for an award where she had to play. Um, she played. Um, that black woman what is her name it's kind of i think it was that where she had to like put on weight for the part yeah uh ma ma rainey's black bottom yes she was nominated for that and my friend was saying how and nomadland it was just like this random character and she was saying it's a whole lot harder to play a to act as a woman that already exists Exists, than just a fictional character and that white woman was just playing a fictional character while she had to encompass and embody Mm. a already exactly a person who already existed that's yes 10 times harder and she killed it period and she always kills it and i and but (sighs) I wasn't surprised because it's the Oscars and the people that, you know, handle the nominations are mostly white. That's really shady. Yep. Like. I thought either her or Andre Day was going to win. And I really like Andre Day after. Like, I mean, I always, always liked Andre Day, but I never actually knew her personality and on the Oscars, she was hilarious. Like, I really like her. But yeah, I was just disappointed. I feel like Chadwick should have gotten it. It would have been a nice sentiment. But the Oscars obviously don't care about any of that. And um, 
it was just kind of, you know, shameful, honestly. <laughs> like, yeah. how are you going to put the app? Because it's always the movie of the year goes at the end of the Oscars. But they put, specifically right, yeah, put, it, it. they specifically put the actor of the year as the last one because then the producers thought that Chadwick was going to win. Why are the producers and the, and the uh, nominators not coordinating? That is weird. That is a good point. That's a very good point. Hmm. Like, oh, we were surprised too. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. And, but other than that, I mean, Mm. I'm glad her won. I'm glad the director of Minari won. Mm. Who else? Ooh, Soul. John Baptiste. Yeah. He was cool. I still have yet to see Soul. <gasps> I saw part of it with my cousin, but we didn't finish it. Because it was Christmas. And was it Christmas? It was on Christmas. But we didn't end up finishing it. It looked cool. Like it looked really nice. I just yeah, want to see what the hype nice. is all about. Cause it reminds me of the hype of um what is that movie? What is that movie? It, Inside Out. Ooh, I like Soul better than Inside Out. Kind of looks like Inside Out. It does look like Inside Out. I think it's because like of the interesting like characters. Yeah. 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 I didn't even watch Inside Out. <laughs> I watched some of Inside Out. I need to finish the. You didn't watch Inside Out. <laughs> I was watching it. I was like, I don't know. I just felt like I got the gist of it. I was like, okay. I didn't yeah. Finish it. Kid movies be banging though. They're so deep, especially like Disney movies. <laughs> mm-hmm. Like, mm, usually the princess movies are inaccurate historically and Grim Rudder speaking, but that's okay, you know? The premise of it is usually there. Mm-hmm. You know? I'm gonna be watching those movies until I'm 95, 99. I don't care if they're kid movies. I'm going to watch them. They're so good. We are a kid. We're all kids. At heart, yeah. Somebody somebody said it somewhere. They were like... Some people aren't kids at heart, I'm just saying. They're not? What are they? Some people are old people. (laughs) Some people are not kids at heart. I'm sorry. But But like... If every kid has a different personality and we're all kids at heart, then, like, I mean, because sometimes you have that, like, that, like, mature kid, but, like, they're still a kid. And if we all just get older, then we're still a kid at heart. Even the old people, old, old people. But they're just a 95-year-old kid at heart. Yeah, yeah. Their energy could be lower, Obviously, they're ninety-five. Oh. We start with shoutouts. Oh my gosh, I just always want to do shoutouts. Okay, let's do let's do shoutouts. What, what are we shouting out for? Who? <laughs> like, like, what's the title of the shoutout? No, it's just... <laughs> no, Jay. It's just, <laughs> it's just shout-out. Okay, you go first. Well, it's not directed towards anybody necessarily, but it's just a shout out to everybody who supports us. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. We've gotten a lot of great feedback. A lot of love. A lot of love. And it's actually really surprising, like, how many people that I haven't heard from, like, in a long time reaching out to me saying that they enjoy listening to us. And it's kind of crazy. Yeah. It warms my heart. Put your head. Don't want to get copyrighted. Anyways. Okay. Makes a remix. Yeah, I agree. Thank you. I love you. This has been a great experience. Mm-hmm. You know, sharing our thoughts. Being, um, you know, having it be well received from a lot of people who we know, some people who we don't know. Yeah. I think I know for myself, um, I'm, I, I, I just 
usually don't share anything. <laughs> I'm like, yep, it is what it is. Today was today. But it does feel good like sharing um, our, my opinions and just starting a conversation, you know, through our podcast or I don't know, just it's just really nice. Sometimes it is kind of like, well, like, oh my God, like we said this and duh, 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 duh. but it's really nice. Yeah. I'm really happy how the past couple, you know, all, all of our episodes have been so far. And I'm excited for more episodes. Like, I've gotten a couple comments that have said, like, you know, like, as the episodes go on, they can see, like, that both of us are getting more, like, comfortable. And, like, it's Ooh. more just, like, you know, kind of Chilling like a chill. Baby. Yeah. And um, I'm excited to see where it goes and what other topics and stuff that we uh you know dive into uh and hopefully with some special guests and yes oh i'm so excited for that we do have some amazing guests coming for you guys i'm excited to learn you know yes yes oh my gosh excited to learn that's a beautiful thing like, the, like, <laughs> like, you don't hear people say that much. Like, usually it's like when you're, like, a kid and they're like, yeah, I'm going to school. And then you're like, yeah. <laughs> but it's like, yo, like, life. Like, there's so much to learn. Yes. Like, there's, it's just the two of us on the podcast, foundationally. But we can learn a lot from just, you know, different people, their opinions. Ooh, name one thing that you learned recently that you're excited about. I was watching this documentary. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, I love documentaries. Um, That's where you I, and I differ. <laughs> I just, documentaries are amazing because they're just real people and different perspectives. And See, you like people. So, you like people um, documentaries. I like, like, animal like, documentaries. Oh, I, well, I used to like I used to watch like Animal Planet all the time. Me too. But binge it, yeah. I like art history documentaries. But musicians are artists. <laughs> I just don't like the whole like God complex of like some of these musicians. Like, but Shawn Mendes isn't a God complex. He's like I'm human. It's just crazy that people have um documentaries and they're not even past the age of fifty. Like, <laughs> sure, yeah, okay. Honestly, that is, yeah, okay. Because honestly, I do feel like, you know, I'm take that back because every life is, and not just that, and not just that. Like, no matter how old or or young you are, you have a life to share. And your life could be as full as somebody who is 99, you know? And you're 23. Definitely. This is a tangent. But it's like, I feel like, you know, younger people teach older people, which older people, I I feel like they're more open to learning from younger people just in terms of, like, technology. But just with other things, too, like, the universe and the stars above, they know. That's, you know, some people who are older just don't know. They just don't know. And at the same time, a lot of people who are older have to teach the younger people. Yeah. So, you know, everybody learns. Everybody wins. You mm-hmm. know? You can watch Sean Mendez's thing. I make it seem like I'm like a I huge won't. fan of him. But... I'm a huge fan of him, but, you know, it was just, you know, you could learn about, I don't know, manifestations. You you maybe didn't know that, but you learned about it just from watching his documentary because he talks about it and persistence and, you know, how that plays a role in success. Like, I thought that was pretty cool. Like, I already knew that, but I thought that was really cool that he, like, highlighted that. But anyways... You like watching art history documentaries. Okay. 
Very interesting. That's cool. Lollibella. Like- I don't you've probably seen it, but it's basically this like um a bunch of churches and they were built from the ground down. Most buildings mm. are made from mm, yeah, the ground up. Right. And so yeah. this and this is a very spiritual place. Like a lot of uh people come here. I want to go. Because yes, I, I'm going one day, you know? Yes. It's beautiful. And like a lot of people go there because it's seen as a very spiritual place. It's it's like the second Jerusalem. That's what it is. It's supposed to be made. Mm. And it's like the second Jerusalem. And so um there's like a lot of like theories about how it was made and who made it and like you know but it's very holy like this is like a miraculous thing there's no no other building and it's 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 hard rock that was carved these ginormous buildings and the interior of the buildings were all carved from the top down and and there was no like and and this was like years ago (laughs) thousands of years ago so they didn't have like when you're building from the top down you don't know if there's going to be rocks if there's going to be um if there's going to be uh just problems with the land in general you have no idea and so that hit something and then like gas comes out and it's right And then also they, there was no design plans or nothing like that. It was all just a vision. Mm. And and it took like, I forget how long it took to build. It was like, how long was it? But regardless, it was a very short amount of time. Like, like mm. say you build that Eiffel, that Eiffel Tower like was built and it, it's a lot smaller than those. I think it's like seven churches. Lollibella is like seven different places. And it was built like a lot less time than the Eiffel Tower. Mm. And the Eiffel Tower was built with technology. But yeah. back then, there's no technology. It was all hand. You're like, we got hand. time. What right. Nothing. <laughs> right. And so, and, and no, there's amazing, these. Though. Yeah. And then also, like, there was another place that was um uh it's like a spiral staircase but it was made with just with no um no like what is it called screws Mm -hmm. and like like it was like all made from like one thing of wood or something like that it's just like kind of weird and it, it's like solid and so like the people it's in a church right and so the people who like who um like um there's a story about it like saying that a carpenter came and built it and they've never figured out where this carpenter is from nobody knows who this carpenter is they've never seen him i'm getting goosebumps oh my god yeah and so they believe that it was like um you know like one of the people from the bible or something like that or like an angel and it's just really weird and it's just an unexplained things in 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 the world and like i love this i was watching this documentary it wasn't about a musician but it was about um it's on netflix it's called um, seaspiracy and I already knew about like shark finning and like a lot of marine um, activities that aren't, they, they um, endanger like marine life. And um, how, you know, that's just not, it's not, um, wow, I'm like blanking. I don't know. <laughs> Wait a minute. <laughs> it's really sad because I literally have a whole class on this. It's on Netflix. It's called Seaspiracy. It talks about um, how um, even if we didn't use plastic, because like littering and polluting the water is a really big no-no for, you know, just the marine life. It talks about how overfishing actually 10 times like it's it's incredible how 
overfishing is just 10 times way worse than plastic how trends like don't use a straw save the turtles just like straws are only like a small percentage of like they they hard i don't want to say they hardly like i don't want to say that they don't affect turtles but it's like a very small percentage they said it's kind of like if you said say no to toothpicks in order to save the forest like that's the comparison right so yeah like overfishing it takes just a soccer field just hundreds of soccer fields of fishes and a diverse um you know amount of marine species it takes all of them and just exploits them in the worst way to the point where it's like you really i didn't realize how important it's so sad i didn't realize how important like that food chain really is to humans and even just how sharks like their their contribution to the food chain affects something as important as oxygen level like it's really important and it's like you really do have to protect the marine species and just how a lot of companies Uh, there's a word for it i'm really blanking on it right now but pretty much they like say that they're sustainable but they're not really sustainable there's no way to check that overfishing is also affecting communities that actually need that those fishes those marine species so it's affecting things like hunger and we all know that's like a a whole thing (laughs) it's a whole thing it was it was a really enlightening documentary. So this is what you learned recently. This is what I learned recently. Yes, mm-hmm. it's very interesting. I only watched that though because I actually wanted to see it, but also had to um, do something for my class. I was just like, it's a, it's perfect. It aligns. So um, it's something I want to watch, and it aligns with what I have to do for class. But yeah, it was really interesting. I'm doing my hair, and like, oh, here's a whale getting slaughtered, like. It's very intense. Yeah, some of it's re- like they show like really gruesome stuff. It was like, I feel like there was a point that they said, and it was just, it's a thing. But the people who were like slaughtering the whales, they were like, well, a whale has a lot of meat in there, right? And it, it's like, how could you be upset that I'm slaughtering this whale if you slaughter a hundred chickens? Because like, chickens reproduce like crazy, like, and whales, they, okay, okay, I mean, I don't think it's great to slaughter, like, that many chickens, but they reproduce so much more than whales do, like, beluga whales are endangered mostly just because they reproduce every three years, more mm-hmm. than, or more than that, so they're yeah. endangered just off of the fact that they don't, you know, like to get down and dirty all the time. <laughs> down and dirty. And that's something I was learning in my conservation class. Shout out to my professor. She doesn't know I have a podcast, but (laughs) shout her out. (laughs) She was like, yeah, you know, some animals, they, it takes them a longer time to reproduce. And when you are putting them in an endangered situation, like overfishing or, um, you know, just overexploiting, their species it makes it harder for them to find a mate like you could right they talk about Mm -hmm. that is so messed up they talk about oh there's so many fish in the sea not when you killing all my homies (laughs) not when you killing all my homies not just for the fish but even just like other animals like pangolins like they take a long time to reproduce like in comparison to some animals but they're a very endangered species I hope my teacher is proud of this. That's messed I feel like up. I just let her listen to this. You know, at this point, that's messed up. That's like if 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 fish had like a Tinder or whatever, and then Tinder for the all of a sudden they were like they matched with somebody, right? And then out of the blue, they're just gone, gone. Their Tinder profile is out. They're like, yo, like I was supposed to see Nemo and Coral Reef, but. <laughs> That is like so Nemo. effed up. Try to find Nemo. Nemo. <laughs> the world. <laughs> and then it's 
SpongeBob comes around, hey, Miss Lady. Oh, Miss. Well, first of all, Nemo has a higher pitched voice than that. What? Nemo's voice is higher pitched than that. But you went down to octave or two. But, but Nemo is dating, so Nemo is older. Thank you. We're talking about Sp- I'm talking about SpongeBob. You just said Nemo's voice. I is meant higher. I meant SpongeBob's voice is 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 higher. Oh. <laughs> SpongeBob's like, hey, Miss Liner. Yo. Okay. What did you learn, Jaya? <laughs> and you, what did I learn? Yes. Ooh. Okay. Okay. The most recent thing that I learned. <laughs> Why did you? As if you didn't already ask the question. Um. <laughs> okay. So, one thing that I learned recently. Well, okay. So I was talking to my mom, and oh, mama. and um, she was like, "Oh yeah, we we're talking about like, okay, so I'm going to Japan in like a three months. Hope pray mm-hmm. to God, hopefully." And so we we're talking about like, oh, like my suitcase my luggage or whatever and um she was asking me like if I want to like go over to LA uh fly to LA and then fly to from LA to Japan and you know like if I like because I have family in LA so I meet up with them for a little while and then fly to Japan from there because it's like a shorter flight from LA to Japan but I was like no I don't want to do that because LAX you know it's a lot of people and it's covid and i don't want to like mm. i'd rather just fly out here you know mm. and i'd rather say you know good my goodbyes to, like my family at our airport you know that makes sense and she was like uh what did she say um i don't know it just we just got on the topic of um my luggage and then i was like oh i don't want my luggage to like beat me to japan because that Hmm. would be like if i miss my flight i don't know how we got on this if i miss my flight then my luggage would beat me to japan then it could get lost and she was like oh yeah yeah yeah. let's i I rebuke that in the name of jesus and she was like well i'm gonna i'm gonna pray and and fast for you not to for you not to like lose your luggage or whatever and i was like wait fast Mm -hmm. And she was like, yeah. And I was like, what do you mean you're going to fast? Because I honestly, I didn't really know too much about like fasting, like even in terms of like Ramadan, which is like recently, um, mm-hmm. like a lot of um, Muslim people are fasting. And um, but I'd never heard of Christians talk about. Well, no, I, I mean, I knew like Christians fast, like for um for easter or whatever until like, easter yeah. you know like 30 days or something like that or it's longer than that just a, like lent yeah yeah lent yeah exactly and so until easter you know sunday or whatever and or good friday i don't know <laughs> i should know but um <laughs> when i thought like for christian fasting like i didn't really think it was like that like i didn't think it was as serious as like muslim fasting if that makes sense like i uh, like with lent i saw fasting as just giving up something so like my mom would always give up something and i would try attempt to give up something for lent Mm -hmm. like you know sugar or candy or you know like some people do other stuff like or they take on something it's either giving up something or taking on something so taking on something for that amount of time like I'm going to work out once a day or whatever or I'm going to you know write in my journal take on that every day but she was saying that like for fasting um uh it it's like because with uh Islam they fast from sunset to to from sunset to sun fall so like wait is that the man they the so same? like huh no sunset same? sunrise to sunset, sunset. Yeah. sun <laughs> sunrise to sunset so like from like four in the morning to 8 p.m they will fast and like one thing i didn't know is like they'll give up water 
like they can't drink any water eat any food obviously um and water yes and um so my mom was like oh no like um there's like 24 hour fasts and I was like 24 hours but like if how would you even do that because right so so like so like um basically for also for the fast you have to for most fasts it is like the sunset like from whatever and so one thing I didn't know is like you also in that window of fast some people don't shower they don't use Mm -hmm. water you know Mm -hmm. and so they have to do all of that before they start fasting so you have to wake up that early you know before 4 Mm a.m shower take their medicine with their water brush their teeth all of that before and but the thing that I didn't really pay attention I didn't I I always wonder I was like you know why what is the reason for fasting like why Mm -hmm. why do why do we fast what is the importance of it and my mom was saying that it people uh you know believe that fasting um makes you more spiritually aware Mm. and it helps you be closer to God when you fast And I was like, oh, I didn't even think of that, you know, like, I don't want to fast. (laughs) Like, that's kind of dope. Like, I don't know, like, um, and so now I want to know more about like fasting and like really like the spiritual side of it. You know, I knew like the physical, like what you do during fasting, but I didn't know, like, I've never really thought about the spiritual, like, um, benefits of fasting and stuff like that Mm. or like why until you know recently we are in alignment (laughs) it's so crazy i um ran into this guy who's on my floor and um i didn't know that he's muslim but I ran into him and he had all this food in his hands and I really wasn't paying attention to the food but he was like oh you know I can finally eat now and I was like oh you know you you celebrate Ramadan he was like yeah 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 I'm Muslim and and we were talking and I was like yo like that's something that I didn't know too much about the spiritual side of it but so that's why I'm like that's so funny that you're like talking about it now because this literally happened yesterday and I'm like maybe this is a sign I don't know but yeah I followed this girl too on Instagram and she um how would you say she um she's Muslim and um she had like this comment section for you know people to respond or whatever how their Ramadan was going and one of the responses was that this girl felt more spiritually uh, awakened and, you know, closer to herself, closer to her higher self. Mm-hmm. So I was just like, like that, because I saw that before I ran into homeboy on my floor. So I was like, yo, and then now you're talking about, so I'm like, yo, like maybe, yeah, we should look into this. Yes. And I just think it's really cool. Like, I don't yeah. know. I think it's really interesting like the physical and spiritual side of it like um i was watching got me the water thing i didn't know about the water me neither you gotta be hydrated and i'm thinking to myself yeah just drink water (laughs) this wait a minute this makes sense because i was like yeah because usually when you're hungry you're thirsty and i'm so i'm thinking to myself that like as he's fasting he's drinking water and he's drink he's drinking air so i did not I did not know that. Wow. That's really intense. Mm-hmm. Very yeah. intense. I think I would just sleep, you know? Can I do that? Uh, nah. No. That's what breakfast is called. You know, breakfast. Breakfast. Oh, that, yeah. That's why. Yeah. But, uh... Yeah, because I, um... I'm, I started intermittent fasting recently, but... 
and I, and on uh, I got downloaded this app called Zero, and on it it said like, what purposes are you doing this for? And and then one mm. of them was spiritual like alignment or something like that. Mm. And then there's other like, but I choose like you know for like health and weight purposes because I didn't know about the spiritual alignment thing, you know. Right. And so I I today was my first fast, and I was like a 16 hour fast, and uh, oh, yeah. Wow. How did congratulations? How did it? How's it going for you? I mean, it's the first day. <laughs> I mean, well, you never know. I mean, I heard it hits on the third day. Um, um, no, but that's because like I'm not like a breakfast person. Like, I, I like do like breakfast. breakfast people. Yeah, but also I like, like I food. <laughs> I I do like breakfast food. But like I um I don't have any breakfast food here really except for oatmeal. But uh I but also I take like a medication that like right. it doesn't really I'm not I don't get that hungry like because my ADHD medication like it mm. makes you not hungry <laughs> and so I don't really get hungry until the afternoon and that's ironically like well sometimes I don't even get hungry like I I just forget to eat you know and so like I have to force myself to eat sometimes and so like my fast I can break my fast at five I believe and then it's an eight hour fast but I'm also not gonna eat like I made this thing with my mom that we're not gonna eat like anything past 9 p.m so I have like with your mom no, no, no. She's not doing intermittent fasting. She just doesn't want to. We don't want to eat like at night. So oh, past yeah. nine p.m., we're not eating. But since I'm intermittent fasting, that gives me like a five-hour window okay. from like four fifty to nine p.m. So yeah, <laughs> it's really hard. But it's it's yeah. And it's not like you can stuff your face like with food because the thing is like your stomach mm-hmm. is like this size. Yeah. And yeah. yeah, and it and it it gets smaller, like mm-hmm. that's like, why they give you appetizers. Oh. Or like try to or like the bread so it can expand your stomach. Oh yeah, like I if I know. really want to eat a lot of food during thanksgiving i make sure that like i'm already eaten before because my stuff because of what you said yeah i saw somebody say like that you should drink a full glass of water before you eat Mm -hmm. because it fills your stomach up halfway like before you even eat or whatever i don't know it's weird but so i have to drink a lot more water because i'm intermittent fa- intermittent intermittent fasting but chugging it huh gong, gong. yeah but so do you um have, like those bottles like those gallon bottles i'm no i'm not that crazy i got this big old mason jar. mason jar that is like uh 24 ounces but um but now I kind of want to do it for like the spiritual aspect of it as well you know so did and they, learn like, more about different that. questions mm-hmm. like based off of the whatever it's geared to mm-hmm. hmm, that'd be interesting so I wish that I chose spiritual and I was trying to find a way to like go back but I didn't I didn't see <laughs> makes one, a new so. account I don't know yeah probably Hmm. That's it's really interesting. Good. I could look it I up like myself. That, question. that was a good question. What's something you've learned? Mm-hmm. Now I want to do it. Yeah, yeah. Because if you think about it, it's a whole detox, right? Mm-hmm. And spiritually speaking, you know that what are you absorbing energetically? Um, do you say I wouldn't be surprised I don't know how technology plays into that fasting like if like if it is for spiritual purposes if you like don't even use your technology because oof no no just I don't even think so. looking at certain apps I'm like 
Mm. <laughs> I feel like that would be pretty interesting. Like it just, it's just everything has energy. Everything has an aura to it. Everything is just has its own chemical makeup. Like it's it's a thing. It's a thing. Every brand, every company. That's on the tangent. But I remember because there was like a person at our school who fasted for Ramadan, and he was using technology. Yeah, but I mean, for like, if like your intent is more so like, well, it is religion. It is part of the religious practice. But I mean, like, like, let's say like if you're using the app and you're not Muslim and you wanted to do it for like spiritual, um, like not necessarily religion, but just like your own. Um, that's yeah, spirit. I feel like that. That should be like a different like religion versus spirituality because a lot of times it is intertwined but i feel like they're pretty different because i'm not religious but i'm spiritual but a lot of the same concepts come up yeah so i don't know i don't want to say anything and it's like mm, but like what do you mean <laughs> Oh, this is a whole podcast episode, though. We're going into our spirituality episode. <laughs> I know, so stay tuned. Yes. Just, uh, we'll just <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's, 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 let's give a little preview of what to expect for our next season. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> okay. this, this, this whole season has been a preview, honestly, guys. Like, we've pretty much touched on a lot of the things that we're going to expand upon in future seasons to say the least um art spirituality relationships i feel like we slightly touched on relationships just in terms of talking about our own connection jaya and i's connection with each other and friendship um but you know we're always we're going to expand on a lot of these concepts anyway, um, so. And I'm also, you know, like, um, I'm also interested to hear what you guys have to say. Like, if any of you all, like, really liked an episode or a part of an episode and want to want hear more about it or you want more of that type of vibe, you know, like, yep. let, let either of us know. Let's and go. we will definitely, like, take your thoughts and just like this is a hand motion, <laughs> gel it together, <laughs> put it right. through our microphone. Okay, <laughs> okay. Um, here we go into the next season. CNT out. Peace out. <laughs> I guess it's over.